Hi to all the people fam, it's your host Janelle and welcome to season one of To All The People where we discuss being an FOD, stepping into our calling. I am so excited to have Imani with us today. Imani is a content creator, a host, author, wellness coach, and a fellow Aquarius. Ah! Not only that, she has grown a massive following true to her livelihood. Today we will be discussing the idea of being a happy black woman a woman of color stepping into your calling and she's going to be giving us a little bit of some brand advice how are you doing today imani i'm doing good what an introduction girl ah, i like just yesterday i was i had to google myself (laughs) like (laughs) i I google myself (laughs) i googled myself right and i saw like all the stuff that i've been doing yeah and i was like whoa and to hear you say it back i'm like what the heck is like my life does Girl. that ever happen to you where you're like, what is my life? Like, is this my life? Sometimes. I think, yeah. I mean, sometimes it, it does happen for me, but sometimes, like, I be having imposter syndrome, mm. so it's hard for me to, like, reflect on, like, everything that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But, girl, she got a book coming out, y'all. We're going to get into all this oh juicy goodness. stuff. First and foremost, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. Okay. And it's funny because for the last couple of weeks, I've been, like, grind mode. Yes, yes. And I just wasn't as excited as I am today. Like I woke up happy. Like, and I'm not, yeah. And I'm not saying like, oh, but happiness to me is like not like joy where it's longstanding. Like I'm always joyous, right? But happiness like to me is like I woke up happy, excited, like anxious. Like, and knowing that I'm going to speak to you today was like, oh, I'm excited because I haven't seen you in a while. I'm like, oh, I'm excited yes. to see her. I'm excited to talk. Yes. I'm excited to like. And when we get together, we just be talking. That's and the I, Aquarius sis in us. We can't help it. <laughs> we can't. And I'm like, oh, we're going to go out to eat after this? Like, I'm already thinking about all the stuff. We can go. <laughs> we can go. I'm super down. Okay. Good. So, Miss Imani here, her Instagram name is Black and Vegan. And I want to talk about the power of the name. Mm. And I want to talk about the power in branding and mm-hmm. and also the power of finding a name that works for you because when I orig- when you when I had originally followed you well you had to follow me on TikTok mm-hmm. and then I followed you back and then I you know obviously I'm gonna creep before we hang out and I of went course. on your Instagram page and I said black and vegan <laughs> like that's powerful mm-hmm. can you tell us how that came about <sighs> you know for me. Black and vegan was a very authentic experience. Like I was just mm-hmm. in my apartment yeah. with some of my best friends. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm gonna make an Instagram page. Mm. And I'm gonna call it Black and Vegan. And it was the quickest moment of my life. I'm not even kidding. Ooh. It it wasn't it even happens like that sometimes. And it and it was because it was genuine. Cause I yeah. told myself, I'm like, what am I? And I'm like, I'm black and I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I often found myself too, like realizing that was an odd combination because mm. a lot of a lot of people were white in the space yes. especially at that time i i was vegan in 2019 and i started my page in january mm-hmm. of the following year mm-hmm. and it was just like a i'm black and i'm vegan period so let's call it black and vegan i love that you like know? that's so interesting because i really wanted to talk to you about the history Um, And one thing that I thought was really, really interesting is that 
a lot of people don't know this, but most vegans who are people of color, it is fueled by like a political philosophy or mm. it's also like full, like fueled by like kind of like a re- religion when we talk about like Rastafarian and stuff like that. Um, in recent conversations I had with you about being a ve- vegan, it's more than just not eating dairy and meat. It's achieving the ultimate autonomy in physical health, mental mm-hmm, health. Mm-hmm. Um, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I actually can. You know, I did not know that before I got into it. Mm-hmm. And I told you it was a very quick decision Yeah, where I did not put a lot of thought into the name. Yeah. I didn't put a lot of thought into even being vegan. Yeah, At the time, um, I, if people don't know, I became vegan because I watched this documentary called What the Health. Mm. Ugh. It will mess you up. It messes you and, up. And then the way that it affects community of color, communities of colors yeah. after watching that documentary, I think... I was like, I was seeing all this messed up stuff, but I think the, I've, you know, I'm not a vegan, you know, I like yeah, to yeah, eat meat. I yeah. try to cut back. I try to cut back significantly. Yeah. But I think what really did it for me was seeing how like these meat farms and these cow farms were specifically affecting mm-hmm. um, like communities of color, like cancer, yes, lung cancer. Yes, 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 yeah. That's what actually got me. Um, so when we talk about like health mm-hmm. and the actual like combination of, what we put in our bodies and what that means for health. Yeah. Cause I'm telling you, I thought before I watched the documentary, before I did my own research, I was like, cancer is genetic. Yeah. It will happen to you be just because. Oof. And cancer runs my family. Yeah. So that was something that was like a, bi- a big fear for me. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching the documentary and I learned about all of these crazy things that happened to yeah. our bodies, what they even put in these freaking animals and then we eat them. Yes. Um, I was shook. Like, I was like, uh, I'm freaking out. So <laughs> I literally, like, threw away all, I didn't throw it away, actually. I gave it to my roommates. I'm like, you know, was, I was a Trader Joe's girl at that time. So yes. I had all those little chicken tenders. Yes, like, yes, yes. Like, the really the really quick to-go I meals. Know, I had Joe's a little, doing look, what I need to do sometimes. And I was eating tilapia, too. I know that's the, that's the bottom fish. But I <laughs> loved me a good tilapia at the yes, time, yes, right? Yes, But I gave it all away that very, like, instantly. Yeah. And I look back now, just thinking about, like, veganism and health and all these things. Like, I look back now, and I'm like, Imani, what the heck? Why did you do that so instantly? And I realized it was all rooted in that ultimate fear of health. Mm, And so it's kind of ironic that now I'm, like, this wellness coach, or I I really focus on protein. I focus on nutrients. I focus on all these things. And um, I just think that's so crazy because I just thought being vegan was enough. Yeah. And if you look at my page, really, you'll see the really big transition of me thinking that being vegan was enough and it's healthy enough. And then really realizing that food is deeper than just the title. Yes. Like you can actually be an unhealthy vegan. And a lot of people uh, don't know that. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I remember I used to make cinnamon rolls every single day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, had, I went through a cinnamon roll phase. Yeah. And a cookie phase. Yes. And a wine phase. Oh, it was like the best time. Yes. But I swear to you. Yes. As I look back, I'm like, and I remember my, my boyfriend would be like, wait, is this healthy? I'm like, it's vegan. That, yes. No, no, but no. I get it's it. it's not healthy. Like, it it's was not. not good for me to be eating all that every single day. And so it's like when I... Think about veganism, mm-hmm. spirituality, health, all these different concepts. In your vegan journey, you're going to hit that wall eventually yeah. of like, okay, what is this really for? What is this really about? Yes. And that's when that internal journey starts of like, 
okay, this actually could be deeper than what I'm even thinking it can be. It's not just yes. beyond burgers. It's not yes. just going to these really cool spots. It's like, how can I actually transform my body? How can I wake up feeling healthier? How can I wake up feeling happier? How can I wake up feeling energized mm, mm. instead of tired? Yeah. You know, how do I do these things? And it's literally through your food. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you more about becoming your brand because, you know, how does one become their brand? You know, mm. you're awesome. Um, and you're someone that practices what you preach. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's important for someone to become what they represent? And can you elaborate on why that's so important? Well, 100%. There's, and it's not going to pop if it's not real to me. Ooh, yeah. Like, that's the thing about this whole thing. I was not expecting to be this person. Yeah. I just am this yeah. person. Yeah. And I show that real side to me and I even show my failures yeah um in this journey because being vegan is not it's not easy it's It's not it's something that takes trial and error but when you make a true commitment to yourself you're not going to sway away from that and that's just my personality in general Mm -hmm. I'm someone who really dislikes people who say one thing and do another yeah and it's something that I'm very conscious of with myself and if I'm vegan I'm vegan period there's no such thing as I'm vegan but I like cheese I'm vegan but this yes yes to me it's like it's just you're vegan or you're not vegan. Yeah. And that sounds um, intense to some people, but that's literally how my brain works. Like yeah. I'm very black and white in some instances. And um, when it comes to branding, um, you have to be yourself. Very true. Like I can't be anybody else. Yeah. I can't, I can't be a fake vegan and then on, on the internet and yeah. then go home and eat and eat steak. Like that's just not who I am. I don't yeah. feel good about that. And I can't help people if I'm that way. Yeah. Um, so I think when it comes to being authentic and why that's important for your brand, I just think it's mostly important because it makes you a real person. Mm-hmm. I think we're now in this world of like, you can be whoever you want to be on the internet and then yeah. go home and be someone else. But the difference is like, when you are that same person, when you go home, when you're on the internet, when you're this and you're that, like, yeah. you're going to go a lot further. Yeah. Very true. It's just, it's just the nature of the game. You can't, you can't cheat the system. You can't. And like, can't. I think, I think one thing that 100% st- stands out to me and there, there's something that you said is like, you show your mistakes mm-hmm. and you, and you show what you're doing, what you're doing wrong. You know, um, I think like what makes a creator and someone authentic, authentic is like people can actually like feel that mm-hmm. they can, they can see it, they can display it because it's just like, you'll go crazy pretending to be someone you're not yeah you'll go crazy faking it and then you you get kind of you get kind of lost and stuff one thing that i that really stands out to me about your content is your voice oh no i'm serious (laughs) it's your it's your voice like it's 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 how you project it's how you talk it's how you speak oh my goodness there's like this like excitement behind it it's very animated but like in the best possible way yeah oh wow Thank you, girl. Well, <laughs> I, I want to give someone like their flowers yes. because they definitely deserve this shout out. It's actually one of my friends, Lauren. Mm-hmm. She um, I did a voiceover and, you know, typically on Instagram reels at the time, like I did not do voiceovers. I just did songs in the back. Yeah. yeah. And I did. I was just testing. I did one voiceover and she called me and she's like, you need to continue to do this. Like this. Yes. Is, it's like your voice. It sounds so good over it. Like you need yes. to keep, keep doing it. Right. Yes. And I was like, OK. Like, that's just how I am. Yes. Like, all right. And then from that day forward, I only did voiceovers. And um, I'm like, to hear you say that, and I've heard other people say that, but, like, not in this depth. Yeah. But to hear you say that, I'm like, you know what? Thank you, Lauren. Shout out to Lauren for telling yeah. me that because 
I did not know that. You recently actually made a post about Tracy Ellis Ross, and you said, this is the kind of woman that I want to be like. And Tracy Ellis Ross, and I connected you two in my head because Tracy Ellis Ross displays being a joyous black woman. Yeah, she does. And, you know, me knowing you and hearing your voice and seeing the content that you put out, you also display that. Oh. I, everything is like an oh like no I, girl stop <laughs> that's just how I am like I feel like you know you kind of get it in a certain sense like yeah. when you're just always head down always yeah. working and yeah. you sometimes don't always see the results from what you do yeah it's hard or feel the results so like just getting a rose it feels really good it does because you know? because sometimes like I just feel like as a creator and as someone like you like I just feel like just women of color in particular, brown women, black women, Mm -hmm. Asian women, Hispanic women, like I just feel like we are always kind of having our head down and Mm -hmm. we're not really allowed to look up and we're not really allowed to necessarily be proud of ourselves because there's always a task that has to Mm -hmm. be meet. Like it's like, okay, yeah, we can, we can get this career field. We can become the best writers. We, we can like, you know, work in an industry, but what ends up happening is just like, we have hit these milestones, but we still have to deal with microaggressions. Mm-hmm. We, I can't stand up for myself because I stand up for myself. I'm like an angry black woman, mm-hmm. you know? So there's all these like little elements that kind of make it hard for, I don't know. I think for women of color to be deemed as happy beings, mm-hmm. there was like one, um, I saw this thing, um, about, it was like on L I believe. And they said, Um, Being a joyous black woman, they also said, some would say for black women, joy is non-negotiable. How Mm. do you feel about that? Joy is non-negotiable. As a a black woman. That was like on, like Elle made a post about it. Wow. I mean, for me, the way I interpret. (laughs) Like a deep statement, That's very deep. Yeah. For me, how I interpret that is like it's ingrained in us, right? Yeah. And I think that's kind of true. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Because, and I don't know, I... I just feel like black people were were just spiritual people. Mm, like we are. When when I was placed on this planet, I was smiling as a baby. Yeah. And some babies they ain't like that. Some babies I've, <laughs> I've seen some babies these days. They be they be Dad. angry. They be like, why am I? Why y'all send me here? Right. I was not ready to come I out. I was not. I was trying to bake a little longer. Yes. Yes. It was cool in there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I came out like, hey world, like I'm so excited. And everyone yeah. like used to tell me as a baby, I was very friendly. Yeah. But I think mostly it's about, honestly, like, I'm not going to even lie. Like, my relationship with God from a very young age was yeah. very close, very deeply intertwined. Yeah, yeah. To where I feel like I understood that life has a bigger purpose from a very young, like, yeah. a very young age. And that's, and I noticed that I connect with a lot of other black women for that same kind of deeper reason. Yeah. Where it's this deep, innate understanding that life is bigger than what's, physically here like this table like that like these physical things are great but I feel like there's like this innate thing of like deeper yeah like there's something that is pulling me in this direction that is like bringing good things to my life yeah and also I feel like with joy too it's like I continuously choose to be happy but when it comes to joy I'm great full-time thing I'm very grateful for that because yeah. I know that's not for everybody where yeah. joy is not just this thing that like, you know, things are going to get better. Yeah. You just know, you just know in your heart. Things, like some people don't have that. Yeah. And I know for a lot of least people in my circle that are happen to be black women, we have that. 
yeah. that things are going to get better. Now, that could be for a lot of different reasons for the black community of like always hearing that things are going to change. Things are going to get yeah. better. That could be for that reason. But I just choose to believe that things are always going to be for my good. Yeah. And that could be God, honestly, like my relationship to him. Yeah. And the relationship that black people have to God. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, I totally agree with that. I really like how you emphasize like the difference between joy and happiness. Can mm -hmm. you go more into depth about that? Yeah. So for me, joy is like this long standing thing mm -hmm. that you just have. That you yeah. know yeah. things are going to get better. Happiness is those jumps of energy. Yeah. Of like, ah, I'm energetic. I'm happy. Yeah. Like a small euphoric moment. A eu yeah, euphoric yeah. moment that has nothing to do with any other thing but yourself. Yeah. Like you feel that energy, like that hype. Yeah. You know, um, it could even be like seeing your, like for me, it's like seeing my dog. Sometimes I'm literally stalking him and he'll be laying right by like the sunspot. And I'm like, dang, I'm happy. Like, just watching him sleep. Yeah. That's how I know. Like, oh I'm a God. psychopath. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I just, like, oh, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, getting my coffee and it's, like, perfectly right. Oh, I'm happy. You know? But, like, those are, like, small little things. Yeah. But, like, joy is longstanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Joy is, is, there is, like, I remember Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. I know. Well, Matthew I mean, yeah. I mean, we Matthew can talk about that later. I mean, no, but like I, we can go on a whole thing. But what I was going to say about him is like, he, I used to, when I was in college, um, I used to like really struggle getting up like mentally. Mm -hmm. Like I used to get, I used to struggle getting up, going to class, getting mm -hmm. up, going to school. When I like broke my hip, I was like struggling mm. so badly. And so you making a comment about joy, jo the difference between joy and happiness and how you're talking about it, it kind of like brought me back to like mm. a time where, I literally would turn on my um, my like YouTube and I would literally listen to motivational speeches every mm. day to just try to like awaken something in me. Oh and I goodness. can't necessarily remember the the um, the line that Matthew McConaughey said, but he literally talked about ha joy. When mm. you reach joy, like nothing can touch you. Mm. When you reach joy, that is different. Mm -hmm. He said happiness is just a moment. Mm -hmm. Some people want happiness, but but people that want to live mm -hmm. can have joy because when you have joy in your life, in those moments when you're down, those moments you're going through stuff, mm -hmm. those moments when like if cancer's knocking on your door, those mm -hmm. moments when you don't have anyone around you, those moments like when you're like, you know, trying to free yourself from like abuse or something, if you have joy, and like that, that voice that you said, that voice of God, knowing mm -hmm. that you're gonna get out of it, it's just joy. Just kind of helps you get through the roller coaster of life. Yeah. So. Well, I I just even want to comment on that sense of strength. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times, and I'm trying to decide in my head, like, does joy take work? Mm-hmm. And that's definitely you, does. you sitting there saying like, I would, I knew I was in a bad place, mm -hmm. but I would turn on my YouTube and I would listen to motivational speeches. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like we, we all go through that moment of like feeling off, feeling yeah. like something is wrong and you actually have something physically wrong with you. Yeah. And for you to like make a very conscious decision to choose, like, I want, I don't want to be in this place anymore. Yeah. I want to be happy. Yeah. I want to want to go to class again. Yeah. I want to find the joy in being around other people. Yes, exactly. You know, that's like a, a, an innate desire. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people stop at that desire. Yeah. But you actually put work into it. Yeah. And that's something that you should be very proud of yourself for. Girl. Seriously. I'm, no, like, I, 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 
you know, sometimes like when I think in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is like back that I think all the time. When anytime something bad happens, like n- like if something goes wrong or yeah. if something doesn't work out, I literally think in my head, I've been lower than this. Mm. So I'm not even going to let this be a footnote in my story. Mm -hmm. I'm going to move on from this and I'm going to keep going. Yeah. You know, when I broke my hip, that Mm -hmm. wasn't even like the lowest I had ever been. The lowest I had ever been was sleeping in a car with my mom and my sisters. The lowest I had ever been was going to school and kids making comments about the way that I smell or me being too Mm. skinny because Mm. I was not able, my mom didn't have the resources. She wasn't able to like make sure that, you know, my sisters and I, you know, necessarily had a place to stay. So there'd be times where I couldn't take a bath. There'd be times where I didn't have clothes, you know? So it's like those thoughts and that constant push and that constant need to just Mm -hmm. keep going despite like adversity despite things being thrown in my face it's like Mm -hmm. i can either stay here or i can keep going because i know a lot of people that have been in similar situations as me and they don't they just find moments of happiness they're not searching for joy and those moments of happiness are just going to keep you stuck Mm. it's going to keep you in the same position oh 100 percent. so like and i don't even know people understand what you know you're talking about yeah where that instant happiness what it really means yeah like a lot of people want instant yeah, they, they want, want fast. and then you you run through relationships quick. You run through jobs quick mm-hmm. instead of just doing the the work within. Mm-hmm. I gotta be joy. I have to have joy when I ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like if I ain't got no clothes on my back, mm-hmm. I have to have joy. Yeah, I have to. Like yeah. you, you just have. That's something I started practicing very at a very like young age. I don't think yeah. I subconsciously knew knew what it was, mm-hmm. but I knew that when I was homeless and I didn't have this, I was like, you know what? I have to get out of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm gonna go to school, but I'm finna I'm finna show up somewhere. <laughs> I'm make it do what it do. I'm make it do what it do. Yeah. You know? So no, I, yeah. I, I I got to school. You know, I, I made it to college, and when I got to college, someone literally made a comment to me, and um, my mom she didn't do my CSS profile. My mom didn't. Mm. My mom like didn't finish school, so it's yeah, just yeah, she like didn't know. she didn't know. They literally come to the front office. They said, we're going to kick you out because you didn't pay for anything. I mm. said, you know, I've been lower than this. So mm. I ain't even going to give this no energy. They gave me a full ride scholarship right then and there. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, girl, I'm not even trying Are to make you, this about no, me, but, but it's just this like. Is, this is what it should be, though. Yeah. Like, this is a conversation. Yeah. And does that not, like, I don't know if I'm just emotional, but that makes me want to cry. Girl, I feel like because I'm talking to you. Yeah. And I feel like we have like the same kind of like energy wave where mm-hmm. we just kind of like bounce off of each other a lot. You know, a lot of times people don't allow you to be open and to yeah. share these experiences. Yeah. I think that's literally what it is right now because I'm just sharing away right now. Well, no, I, I'm <laughs> very grateful. Like, thanks, girl. No, seriously, because I don't think people see this side of like based on your content, we're talking about your content and things like that. But yeah. this is not yeah. about that. But, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. Also, by the way, like, you don't have to announce everything on the internet. I don't think everyone deserves to know who you really are. N- not everyone. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody. Yeah. Especially and with strangers. It's just like, you got to earn me yeah. to know me. You yeah. Know? To know you very deeply. Yeah, you have to. So the fact that you even feel comfortable to talk about that, which I'm like, I'm not even saying like this was like a duty. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> but like, seriously, like that's very, very deep, but also very inspirational to a lot of people. Yeah. Because I felt like, and also kind of relatable to me. Definitely. Not necessarily, we did not have the same upbringing. But when we went to dinner, I remember your boyfriend, we were talking, and like, I know you haven't like shared as in depth, mm-hmm. but he, I could see him. I was listening because I'm very observant. That's just who I am as a yeah, person. Yeah. I'm almost too much. Yeah. And yeah. like, he was just saying, like, 
that's how Imani is. Like Imani really cares about people, but Aww. it was like it was like in a sense that it's just like you know Imani really cares about people, and but Imani also has a story. Mm-hmm. I know. I I always go back and forth on like oh I don't want to cry. What are you going <laughs> on here doing? What are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She invited me to I'm this sorry. place. She got the cameras I'm rolling. She got everything. She's gonna make me cry. You know, that's what I love about this podcast is because like sometimes I, I'll bring people on and they're just like, well, what are you going to ask me? And I'm just like, yeah, do you want me to send you the question or you just want to go with it? And no, like, I'd never want to see the question. Yeah, exactly. And like, so one, sometimes when people come on here, they go completely off topic and that's something that I absolutely love because yeah. what's a conversation without a conversation? Yeah. But go back to what you were about to say. Well, you're right in that sense of like, just let the conversation flow. Yeah. And I always, I, I would always say to myself, like, when am I going to tell my story? When am I going to tell my story? And I think like mostly I have some of it written down in my book. Yeah. <laughs> Same was plug. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get to that because yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, really, that's like, I'm that's so crazy. excited. I'm so excited to talk about this with you. Well, I mean, yeah, I, we can go on a whole nother thing about that, but uh, in regards to my story, I just think that I grew up. I grew up, jeez, I don't even know how to describe it. I don't want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I had love around me as a child. Yeah. But a lot of my family members were sick. You know? Oh, what do you wow. got me doing? You're about <laughs> to make me cry because like, now like I'm like connecting the dots as to yeah. why you are who you are. Oh my. Being you, black, I'm now. Being black and vegan <laughs> yeah. is, it's deeper very deep to me like very deep to me where um just a lot of people were passing around me yeah as a child and that's what made me very independent yeah like to the point that like when things would not go right yeah I'm in my room making a plan you know like wow how can I fix it you know I want to fix it so you're in survival mode a lot yeah, a lot as a child. It's okay, okay because it's real. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's very deep to my story is that like a lot of people were sick and um, a lot of people passed. Yeah. So when a lot of people passed around me, I was I moved around a lot. Yeah. Because like you go to one person yeah. and then they get sick. You go to another person and then, you know, things wow, happen. Really? Yeah. So um dealing with a lot of loss and realizing that okay, life actually really happens. Yeah. Like things can be perfect and then bam, something can happen. Yeah. Somebody that you really love can be sick. And so that's why it's so important to me now that I work very hard to be here for a very long time. Yeah. Because I want to have grandchildren. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? No, it's okay. (laughs) But like, I really want to be here for my grandchildren. Yeah. I want them to know me yeah. very well. Um I don't I look even past my kids. Like I'm I'm gonna love my kids. But like for me it's like being that long standing person. Yeah. Especially like in my family too. Like just like I broke my rule. It's uh, okay. You still look beautiful. <laughs> I people people that can cry pretty, I'm just like you. <laughs> you're pr- you're pretty and then you're pretty when you cry. <laughs> No, no, Imani, I'm literally, I'm, like, loving this because it's just, like, girl, like, this is, like, powerful. Like, you know, me, like, 
black and vegan, but it's just like all of this has shaped you to be who you are right now. Yeah, that's true. It's this is very deep. I did not know until just this moment. And I knew, but like subconsciously. I didn't know. Yeah. Subcon- you know? like, I feel like subconsciously, because it's just like, you know, you highlight seeing people that you love, like, you know, go, you know, mm-hmm. leave this earth. I personally don't know what that feels like. You know, yeah. I can't imagine what that feels like, you know. So, like, I'm really, like, sorry for all those losses. But it's just so interesting how God can put you in certain places, in certain positions. Black and vegan isn't just black and vegan. It's like it's a testimony of who you are and what you've experienced because no. you're helping mm-hmm. people achieve, like, a certain level of wellness based off of your own, like, pain and sorrow And I Mm -hmm. think it's pretty powerful to take something that's hurt you and turn it into something completely beautiful. Oh, thank you. Like, Like, seriously. Like that, like, damn, girl. Like, I'm, like, literally, like, looking at you differently in the best way possible because I had no idea. I think Aquariuses are very good (laughs) at, not even Aquarius, I think just black women in general, we're very good at masking Mm -hmm. what's really underneath, why why we're doing it, why we're pushing it. Mm -hmm. Because it's not always okay for us to just be ourselves and like the fact that you're displaying vulnerability i love it oh like i love it like i'm literally like trying not to cry myself i'm trying <laughs> to keep it together because if i start crying i'm not gonna be able to finish this podcast no i mean i know <laughs> but like and you said you're an ugly crier i'm, like, I'm waiting very, for that i'm waiting I'm for the very, moment it's not cute like i think like when i cry in front of my boyfriend if i'm like upset it's very hard for him not to laugh because it's just not no cute. he doesn't laugh he's just like babe i'm like I know, I know. He just, he's like, I'm so sorry. He'll cry too, but like, I'm like, I'm so ugly at no, it. And he's just like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're crying about me being ugly, crying. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but it's, it's just like, when I say like you are a joyous, joyous black woman, I think there's beauty and power in like not displaying the things that really hurt you and just mm-hmm. being happy about them because it's very easy for people to walk around being upset Oh, uh, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. But the thing about joy, and I talked about like God a little earlier, is that I think because I had so many losses, the stable thing was God for me. Yeah. And I I would have like very real conversations with him at a very young age where I could see God working miracles in my life. Wow. Like I was not, like I'm not like, based on the things that have happened, the fact that I'm even on this podcast looking at this beautiful view with another beautiful person having this conversation, yeah. like this is a blessing. Like this does not happen to a lot of people. Yeah. Not saying that they desire it. You know, people just might, might not want it. Yeah. But just the recognition of like, wow, like I got Fiji water. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. And it's not because of just me. Yeah. Like you said, you went to the, the office and like you didn't pay for it or something happened with the payment. Yeah. And they were like full scholarship. Yeah. Things that you cannot explain. Happen. That just happen. It happens. And you're like, I, I I don't even know if you like have done this, but I've literally broken down and cried. Oh my God. Thinking yes. about all the miracles. Yes. I'm like. Yes. <laughs> yes. Me? Like, yes. And that's why when I sit here and I'm like, you, you do this little rap sheet, not little. I don't want to little it because that's a big thing to accomplish. But when you do those things, it's like I sit back and I'm like, that's me? Yeah. That's me? Yeah. 
And I feel like when you're when you are grateful, like the power power of manifestation is so real. And mm-hmm. when you take time to be grateful and take time to be happy, and this is something I I think I I know I need to practice more, mm-hmm. is having that deep rooted connection with what I believe in, with God, mm-hmm. with my God, you know. Mm-hmm. And so something that really is interesting is like you know how to be grateful. No. Oh. Like, 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 honestly, like, it's just like, it's, it's a manifestation of everything that you, that you've accomplished. Uh, you know, I, I've had those moments where I literally curl up in a ball mm-hmm. and I'm just like, God, I can't even believe this is happening. I've mm-hmm. had, I think I've had more moments of curling into a ball and crying and being mm-hmm. like, God, why is this happening? Mm. You know? And like, you know, in those moments when I'm crying, God, like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? It's just like, but God, please help me get through this. Please help me get through this because we can get so distracted by mm-hmm. what is in front of us mm-hmm. when we literally try to make plans without including God in our mm-hmm. decisions. Do you mm-hmm. know how many I don't even, I'm young like I know I'm young, but do you know how many years of my life I just kind of wasted? And then mm-hmm. now when I think about it, I spent two years of my life depressed. Mm hmm. I spent two years of my life depressed. I spent probably six, seven months where I didn't leave the house because mm. I was so depressed mm-hmm. on a whole other level. It was right after I graduated from college. Oh, and wow. it was that po- I had the post-college graduate graduation depression. Mm-hmm. I also had issue with like a huge figure in my life. And I had to kind of accept the fact that this person is never going to be the person I need them to be for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they're never going to love me the right way. I mm-hmm. need them to love me Mm -hmm. and like i just remember like being in that ball and i just remember crying every day and i just remember like literally looking in the mirror and just being like i don't know if i can even Mm. i don't know if i can move forward like i don't know if i should even keep going i don't know if i should even keep trying Mm -hmm. and i thank god for Mm -hmm. those moments Mm -hmm. that he oh he challenged me to not like it's like I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to put you in this position for a little bit mm-hmm. because I want to see if you're going to keep running back to me. Mm. I need you to keep running back to me. People want life to be straight. Life is a roller coaster, man. Ooh, it got twists and turns. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it got, it got twists and turns. It got twists and turns, and it's just like you know, either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. And also like. I think when you have had a low, yeah, you do understand that there's a high coming. Oh because yeah, because when you're at that high, you're like, dang, I remember when I was low. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yes. dang, I, I went, yes. I went right there. Yes. Like yes. that was tough. Yes, yes. But then you, like, wait. So this is just what it is. Yeah. You have that innate understanding of like, yeah, this is what it is. And once you have a stamp on, for me at least, once I have a stamp on what something is. Yeah. I can deal with it. Yeah. It's the unknown that's actually scary, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going to be hard at one point. Yeah. Something bad's going to happen at one yeah. point. But I used to envy people mm-hmm. that didn't have shortcomings or didn't, they probably might have shortcomings another way, but I used to envy that they didn't have to struggle like I did. Uh-huh. But as I'm getting older, I am so happy that I have something to ground me and keep me going because a lot of times people that don't necessarily have those stories, mm-hmm. they're always grasping for something to hold them, mm-hmm. to keep them from floating up, to hold mm-hmm. them to the ground. I, I used to think to myself, like, or I think I've heard this before. Like, I, I don't know if this is an internal thought, thought I heard it loud or not. Like, I don't even know at this <laughs> yeah, point what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, um, But I, I remember hearing, like, um, when you're a child and something happens to you as a child, God protects you for the rest of your life. 
Ooh. I remember either hearing that, thinking that. I think I heard it. <laughs> no, I um, no. And and it's not even to say like flexing on my struggle. Like I'm flexing on my struggles <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but like not even like that. But um, if that's true, that's a testimony because yeah. for real, when I have also had envy. Like yes. I grew up, I used to have to bust to school an hour. Every Ooh. morning, bus to school back an hour. Girl. So I would have to travel into town. Girl. And that town that I traveled to, it actually had a home there at one point. Yeah. But it's gone now. I don't have that home anymore. I live where no one wants to go. Yeah. I have to bus myself to the school. Yeah. And watch the life that I might have had. Yeah. In other people. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm like looking so around town and I'm like, dang, my house was there like going to yeah. this new reality that I have, but still around the same people. Yeah. It was really hard. Uh, so that feeling of like envy. Yeah. And it's like just being vulnerable and, and understanding that that happens. Like yeah. life happens where you have these, these feelings that might not be the best. Yeah. Um, but I've also experienced that, like watching people like, oh, I wish, I wish I had a car. Yeah. Like I wish I didn't have to bus to school every yeah. day. Like, and you know, but just similar to you, like when I look back, not that I'm like, oh, I'm happy I struggled. Not necessarily. If I didn't have to, girl, I would take it back. But <laughs> I do know, like. No, I feel you, though. I feel you on I that mean, one. I mean, 100%. I'm, yeah. taking that, I'm taking that back. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. taking that back. Yeah, like a lot of unnecessary stuff happened. I mean, that didn't was, need it to happen. It, 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 character development, I guess. Yeah. God. <laughs> okay, then. God, like, you know. God like to humble us, man. He humbled me. Yes. He humbled me. But if. If I'm not the same person, then don't change a thing. I love that. You if know? I'm not the same person, don't change, change a, a thing. Because we would not be, this would not be it. We wouldn't even be here right now. We wouldn't. Where do you think we'd be? <laughs> I mean, where would I be? I mean, we don't even know. Like, you broke your hip. Ugh. Can you let that sit while we sip? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> while we sip, girl, I'm still figuring it out. Mm. Um, I don't think, you, like, you kind of, like, talk about it. Like, I remember the first time we met, you bring it up so casually. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I broke my hip. And then, yeah. uh, you know, I went to the grocery store. I went to Tom Thumb. And <laughs> you broke your hip. <laughs> you good? Like, what's going on? Like, I say it. So I broke. So I say it in passing. I never really go into detail as much. Do you want me to go into detail yeah. about it? Okay. So it's so interesting with you here because like, I don't really share that much about myself. I don't think I share that much about myself with anyone, you know? So like oh. when I broke my hip, um, it was, there was a lot of mental warfare mm. so much. Like I felt like I was in, I was having so much mental warfare, like on a level I cannot even describe it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I went to college Mm -hmm. got the scholarship I'm at school I'm doing great mm -hmm. and then my mom then then what ended up happening was um I came home for Thanksgiving break mm -hmm. I never would come home from Thanksgiving break for for whatever particular reason I decided to come home mm -hmm. I'm in the car with my friends it's like we're not going to the club it's not late at night we mm -hmm. didn't get hit by a drunk driver you know people already make that assumption but that's not what happened one of my friends had just started driving and we were going through a light, and one lady, she wanted to turn really quick. Like, she wanted to make it out. She was, like, trying to hurry up and turn. And my friend is a new driver, so he hit her straight on. She flipped over. And the crazy thing about 
God's way of like, like doing things to you, like it's crazy to me how things can affect you, but no one else. There's mm. four people in the car, including myself. Mm-hmm. Everyone was okay, but me. Oh, I remember like my knee went up and it just <gasps> hit me. It hit me right in the chin. Oh, you know. And mind you, like I am someone that was a cross cross country runner. Mm-hmm. I was a track star. I mm-hmm. did basketball. And people were like, "Wow, you're such an athlete." It's like I was doing I was playing sports because like I didn't have a choice. My mom couldn't get me to school. So, my mom would borrow a friend's car, drop me off at 5:30 in the morning. What's mm-hmm. starting at 5:30 in the morning? Cross country practice. Mm. It wasn't a thing that I just wanted to do. It was my way of surviving. Oh my so goodness. that discipline, working with coaches, I didn't grow up having much discipline. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. So having coaches, and then your coaches are like, if you're not making good grades, you can't run. Well, I need to run because I need to stay on the team because I don't need to be coming to school right, at 5.30 right. in the so morning. And CPS calling asking why I'm here so damn early. Yeah. And then track was after school. Track was at 8. My mom, my mom would drop me off at 5.30 a.m. in the morning and not pick me up until 8, 9 o'clock. <sighs> and in those moments, she couldn't drop me off and pick me up. I would literally have to catch the bus. I have to find a way to pick up my little sister from school. Mm. And take them to wherever hotel or wherever we were staying. There would be moments where I didn't even know what was going on. There was like mm-hmm. literally a period of my life I had no idea what was going on. <sighs> so. Jesus. I basically ran away from home. Oh, my goodness. And I ran away to college. And to come home, break my hip, it was like, damn, like, I have to depend on my mom. Yeah. Like, and. That's scary. That's scary. So they sent me home from the hospital. They said nothing was wrong with me. Oh, my goodness. So they, they sent me home. I, went, I was home, and I tried to, I was home for a week. I was on codeine, diazepam, traumadol, you name Jesus. it. I was on all of it. I was, like, I was doped out. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. So I tried to go back to college. I got to my flight, missed my flight, and I was so pissed. Mind you, I'm on crutches. And I was like, I have to take finals. I got to take finals because I had that urgency to mm-hmm. escape. Janelle, I'm like, Janelle, you have to escape. You can't do this because if you stay here, you're not going to go back to school. Yeah. It was already so hard for me to escape the situation. I cannot be here. Yeah. So I had to go back home. Um, my mom's like friend, boyfriend at the time came over and he was just like, Jay, why are you walking like that? And I was just like, what do you mean why am I walking like that? I was walking on the hip, broken. I had no idea it was broken. They told me it was a sprain. So another week went by. Oh they sent me home goodness. for two weeks. I went to the hot. So my mom made an appointment, got x-rays. Then the next day I went home. She didn't tell me anything. She just told me, like, I have to remove my nail polish. And then the next morning at, like, 7 a.m. I had to go into surgery. Because what ended up happening was they, when they, it was malpractice. So when they sent me home, they allowed my bone to die. Of course. That's what I'm thinking, like, two weeks? They allowed my bone to die. And they were saying if I would have kept going another two weeks, my leg probably would have had to be ap- amputated. Because it's just like your body is so heavily connected. So I went. So after my hip surgery, I had to completely relearn how to walk. Oh, one thing that I really wanted to highlight on is you're writing a book. Oh shoot, I am. Can you tell us a little bit about this book? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, are you allowed to say the name of this book? We can't say the name because we're still working on the name. I totally makes sense. Yeah, we're still working on the name. Um, I'm actually going back and forth with the publishers, like not in a negative way, but just trying to go back and forth and figure out what's the right fit. Yeah. Especially because, you know, my my brand name is Black and Vegan. Yeah. So trying to figure out how to, you know. I feel you. It's going to be a cookbook, and it's going to really highlight all the diaspora of veganism. And it's actually like 99% plant-based. So there's yeah. not going to be any like alternative meats in there. There's yeah. only one recipe that has an alternative meat. Everything else 
is strictly plant-based. I love that. Yeah, I love it too. So how does it feel, like, how did it feel, you know, being able to, basically, you're about to come out with your own book. Did mm-hmm. this feel like a full circle moment for you? Like, like, how, like, did you, like, get the call? Like, what was, like, the process? How did it happen? Well, okay, so they emailed me, mm-hmm. and they were like, we want to create a book with you. And I was like, let me look up this place first. Yeah. So I'm like, is this recordable? Like, is this like, yeah, is this yeah, real? Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you get a lot of emails. Yeah. And so, you, you know, you got to shift through and see which ones are the real yeah. opportunities, which are the fake ones. Um, and I looked them up and I'm like, oh, snap. Like, they actually do this. Like, yeah. they're really big on Amazon, but they also do like the carrying the Barnes and Nobles, the yeah. carrying the Targets. Yeah. And I'm like, could wow. I be in Barnes and Noble? A hundred percent. They like, is that even a question? It didn't really become real though, because I'm gonna be honest with you. Because I write, I write my book, or I write recipes constantly. Yeah. So writing a recipe to me is not. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only felt real when I met with my photographer, who's gonna shoot me for the wow. book. And it didn't. It did not even feel real, real until <laughs> we wrap on day. We we wrap on the last day. It yeah. was desserts for the last day. Yeah. You know, you have to make everything, by the way. This is not something that's like, you have to make every single recipe. Wow. And they have to take a picture of it. And we did wow. it in four days. How many 60, recipes? 60 recipes in four days. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was so excited for the next day. Wow. Like every single night? Every single night. When you're called to do something. When you love it. It's when you different. love it. And I, I, I was telling, I was telling um, my boyfriend, I was like, why am I so happy? I'm so excited. You're doing what you love. Yes, it's great. I've I've literally done so many things I don't like. Yeah. That I actually know when I like something now. Yeah. I've never had that feeling before of like being overworked. Yes. Overworked. You yes. Hot. You are beat. Yes. It was a lot. But looking. But back, you love I the loved energy it. of it. I you love the energy it. of it. I loved it. I think when you love someone, some someone, when you love something someone. like that, I feel like, I feel like um, this. I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like people hit their their god moment oh yeah like for instance when beyonce is on stage she has reached her god moment oh so you probably your love for it is whenever you're doing it you're in your god moment because it's just like wow i love it so much that i'm just going to keep doing it and i think everyone has that special thing in them they just have to find what it is so you were like in your god moment like you were in your god space i was there imagine being in that all the time i know and that's what gets to me you will be one day, one I, day. You know, one thing when I was like doing the research about, you know, being a black writer mm-hmm. um, is 85 percent of writers in the U.S. are white. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know that. So we're a very small percentage in 77.6 of publishers. Book publishers are also white. Well, that's not a lie. Yeah. So that's my publishing company. That's what I'm saying. Would, so yeah. you're you're a part of a very small yet powerful percentage. Wow. Um, I so whether you like see it or not, how do you feel about that? Because in a way, you're sort of making history. Dang. I'm, I'm being serious. Though. I'm being serious, though. Oh, my goodness. Uh, how do I feel? Like, first, I'm taking that in. I, d- I didn't even look up the percentage of books that are written by vegan cooks. But I'm pretty sure if I looked at it, there would yeah. have been a huge disparity between just I don't even want to just say black people and white vegan just, cooks, but yeah. just people of color. It probably yeah. would have been in the very, 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 very low 5% yeah. of like 
vegan vegan cookbooks yeah so how does it feel to be a part of like something that literally is in in an essence a part of history well i feel humbled yeah like i'm like once again me like yeah wow that's like nothing but god right yes like you know when you're a kid yeah <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I'm already gonna agree with it. But I know you because I you know, know you know. Yeah, yeah, I know you. I, I know, know you know, yeah. but you feel like something. Like you're supposed to be somebody. Yes, but you don't know who. Yeah, I never knew who. Yeah. I never knew what. I ne- I literally, I barely know now. Even yeah. though it's like all these directions are pointing me, I just let things point me in the right direction. Yeah, but it's like when you get confirmation, it's different. Like, it's different. Oh, I, I am supposed to be this person. Yeah. Like, I'm not supposed, like, I always knew, and I love my manager, was the craziest part. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Because yeah. I've had bad managers. They're I love, I love my manager, but I know for a fact that I'm not supposed to work for somebody. I Ooh. can feel it. Like, I know. You're a leader. You're supposed I, I'm to lead. I'm not supposed to do it. Yeah, I'm not supposed to do it. And I, I need to rely on my, my creativity in a sense, because yeah. it's like, that's just where I'm happy. What was the most difficult decision you have had to make to follow your dreams? And are you still having to make those difficult decisions? It could be mm. having to cut off certain family dynamics or it could mm. have been oh, having to like leave home or it could have been separating yourself from certain things. What has been the most difficult decision? Hmm. The most dip like to follow my dreams. Well, it's tough because my dreams are mobile. Like, yeah, my dreams go wherever I go. <laughs> Girl, that is a bar. Really? Thank that is yeah. a bar. But I was like real, though. Yeah. Like, I don't care where I'm at. I won't make that work. Yeah. Like there was times where I was like, um, I was in a dorm. Um, so I had to like get a table, put it against the kit, put it against the window yeah. and make a makeshift kitchen yeah. and do all my recipes there. Yeah. Now I have a kitchen. Yes. I have, a, I have a, I had a whole kitchen. I remember when I got my first Island and I'm like, wow, like I can actually put like my camera it hits, here. It's different. And then now I have a better kitchen yeah. and I'm like, dang, now I could do, you know, so, yeah. But it all starts from you gonna make it work regardless, and that's that's something that really gets me now too. I think a lot of people want to prepare, 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 prepare. But you gotta just start with what you have. You gotta start. You gotta just do it. You have to. Because if you if you love it, people will follow it. People will follow it, and like I literally like going back to what you said because I agree with that so much. I have made a post. And, like, sometimes people will comment underneath my TikToks, and they're like, oh, my God, you have such an aesthetic. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I didn't have, I didn't always have this aesthetic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you mm-hmm. literally have to start with what you have because you could have the entire aesthetic in the world. Right. But if you don't know how to record, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to speak, and you have this aesthetic, then it's just kind of a waste of space. So start right now. Build up. Build that following because mm-hmm. that following is going to stay true to you as they watch you grow. Yeah. Just, just start. Start. Just be yourself. Yes. That's something else that I, I think that, like, a lot of people forget. It's like no one wants to follow someone they've already seen. Yeah. No? I, I think I have one last question. Yeah. What advice would you give to your younger self? Ooh, even with a deep one. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to me. Oh, that's good. I really want to, you heard that tremble? Yeah. I want to I sit with it. What would I really tell my younger self? I think I would tell myself there's so many things. But I think I would tell myself to fully embrace you earlier. Yeah. And fully embrace you 
for everything you are. Like mm. every emotion. Because mm. I still struggle with that now. It's something like the, the one thing that I wish I could change is like how I express myself. Yeah. Like I can always express joy, but expressing sadness is really hard as we kind of talked about. So embrace everything. Yeah. And you don't have to put it aside. Like, yeah. Because I do that a lot too. Yeah. So younger me just embrace you earlier and realize that you're not actually supposed to fit in. Like, it's actually okay that you don't fit in. Yeah. Because you ain't supposed to fit in. You're not. (laughs) You're not. You're not. Well, girl, do you have any last thoughts, comments? Well, of course. I want to say thank you so much for inviting me here i think whenever we do get together like we literally can talk for so all day girl i know they're like they like these haven't tied yet and i feel like every time we're together some crazy shit always happens oh my i don't even want to tell like there we we can't even discuss (laughs) like the time the amount of times someone has come up to us come up to us needing something and also people thought we were sisters which i mean that's not crazy but i thought i just thought that in there when we were downstairs in the lady they thought, thought we, we were sisters, sisters. I was like, "Y'all gotta stop thinking." I mean, we we look like I we mean, could be related. No, for real. But, but not like, every light skin is is, is related. Same. Yeah, that's 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 what bothered me. But, but at the same time, we do kind of look alike. So I can't even. I can't be mad. I can't be mad either. I can't be you mad know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, like, thank you so much, and thank you. I just want to like bless this podcast. Like, please Oof. let it bring. Yes, God. No, seriously, like, let this bring really fruitful, good conversations. And I just pray and hope that this leads to something even bigger. Yes. Because me too, girl. This is big. I feel and like you it could is. take it. You could take it so far. Like just I stay like consistent. Yeah. Thank you so much, Imani, for being on my podcast. Yeah. Thank you for being on the To All the People podcast and coming on as a first, only indifferent, making changes in this world. We look so forward to your book. I'll be sure to link all of her information right here on this video <laughs> somewhere. Be sure to like, follow her. If you're looking for some positivity, some joy, she's your girl. Aww. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love this conversation. It was good. It was, it was right? good. <laughs>